What's going on, everybody? I'm Brad. I'm Miguel. And welcome back to Let's Talk Movies. This is episode number 21 of Purely and Simply Evil, where we take huge deep dives into classic horror flicks. Huge deep shits and classic horror flicks. (laughs) In in your mouth uh, all the time. At least (laughs) twice, listen, at least twice a week. Um, Tonight on the show, listen, out of everything we had planned for Oktoberfest, for the very first Oktoberfest, which has been an absolute blast, by the way. It's been crazy. And we thank you guys for joining us. Yes, we thank you for for coming with us on this journey. Uh, But out of everything that we had planned, I've been looking forward to tonight a lot because... We're watching Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, and this is definitely up there with Halloween Resurrection, now with Halloween Ends and Halloween Kills, with Halloween 5, with Halloween 6, as some of the most hated and some of the most controversial entries in the Halloween franchise. And there are many reasons for that. There are things I love about this movie, and there are things that I hate about this movie. Um... And, and, and I don't want this to be a Rob Zombie roast session because I, I would put... It's genuinely I, not going to be, honestly. It's 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 really not going to be. I, I just... It's it's an interesting one to dive into because there are so many weird choices made. And, and I, I, you know, part of me looks back to this film and I'm like, you know, people are saying that Halloween Ends is the, the craziest thing that they've ever done, but... I'm like, no, it's not. Like, we had Michael in a cult. We had Michael uh, bitched out by Busta Rhymes. We had Michael Myers being led around by his mother on a white horse. Like, there, there's just, there's so many things that 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 made this movie really, really unique. Um, we're gonna talk about the the backstory and how H two came to be. There's just, there's things about it that, uh, again, that I I love, and I think there is. About 15 minutes of possibly my so one of my favorite sequences in the entire franchise, but there there are just moments that just fall incredibly flat on its face for me. So um, I'm excited to do this one, Miguel. How you doing, my friend? Are you alive? Are you here with us? We don't have sound for Miguel right now. Can't unmute your guest. Their mic is not connected. Not good. You're good now. Now it's not. Now you're gone. Well, guys, this has been fun. <laughs> do you do you have any idea what's wrong? He said, give him one second. So we're going to give him one second. Real quick while we're waiting on Miguel, I know you guys are in the chat. What's going on, everybody? Um, I saw, oh, there was one that went away. I forget who it was. There was somebody here, and I, the comment went away. I'm not sure why. Um, uh, Art Wishwood's in the house. What's going on, Art? He said, Halloween 2 20, 2009 ranks uh, number 11 or 12th on my Halloween ranking list of Halloween movies in the franchise. That brings me to a good point. Next week, not sure exactly what day, but next week we are going to rank the entire franchise from the original all the way through Rob Zombie's films and now through the Blumhouse trilogy, 1978 to 2022. We're going to rank every single film in the franchise. That's going to be maybe one of the coolest episodes we have ever done. Um, and it sounds like Miguel's back, right? Oh, could you hear my keyboards? No, but I could hear you, you going. Oh, okay. 
I could hear that Michael breathing behind that that like asthma oh. breathing behind the mask. I don't have asthma. No, I'm kidding. Uh, how I dare you assume? Like, yeah. <laughs> how dare you assume what critical illnesses I might yeah. have? Uh, Art right. also said my favorite death is Misty Dawn the stripper. You guys count how many times she gets her face smashed? <laughs> yeah, I dude, it's oh a lot, God. man. She she's got a terrible death, honestly. Um, Art also said resurrection has grown on him. Uh, since the last year. Has it really, though? I think Resurrection has gone down, if that's even possible. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll talk about Resurrection possible. some next week. but um, So now that you can answer my question, dude, how are you doing? I'm doing a lot better now that I can properly speak, I guess. I know, <laughs> that was right? my main concern. I was like, oh my god, what are we going to do, guys? Yeah. Well, so. you're here, and that's okay, you know? Here, look, uh, guys. I'm not used to Max, so you got to give me some 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 props because yeah. i'm working with what i got but we're all we're all working di- we're, we're, we're working with it. We're, we're working with it we're doing it we're doing it mm-hmm. um so rob zombies halloween 2 we did a commentary on this and we did an episode about we did rob zombies halloween 1 and 2 mm-hmm. earlier on in our our show's history and dog it was like episode like fucking seven or something like it that. was it was very early on so that's why we wanted to come back and revisit those we already watched rob zombies h1 and i've got history with h2 because i saw h1 in the theater enjoyed it again these were my introduction to the halloween franchise i was i was an elm street fan i was a friday fan i was a texas fan prior to being a halloween fan um i, I didn't really get into halloween until i was like uh, you know, a little bit like mid teenage years. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I just, I couldn't appreciate it as much. I don't think. And it took mm-hmm. Rob Zombie's films for me to really appreciate it. Loved one, one, loved one, loved one. I loved one. And then when the trailer for H2 came out, I was like, this looks sick. It was such a cool trailer. Um, because it, you know, it said you know, like Rob Zombie completes his extraordinary vision or whatever, and it's like it's like Loomis saying Michael's more evolved, and Laurie running through the hospital, and it's just it was this whole really really epic trailer that they played. But looking back on it now, and after actually seeing the movie, we know that it kind of dick slapped you in the face a little bit when you actually <laughs> saw the movie because the movie was extraordinarily different. <laughs> Than, uh, than what we got in in that trailer, and God there's damn. some. There, well, it's true. There's, I mean, it, it was just so unexpected. It was a completely different vibe from f- from what the trailer was. The, the trailer didn't seem like it was going to be anything like that at all. Um, and, yeah. and my issues with this, a lot of people have an issue with Michael and the fact that he speaks. I don't like that he speaks at the end. Um, it's literally just one. Although second. is this. I know. Is is that? Does he speak in the? Th- We're watching the theatrical cut, by the way. So if you're gonna watch with us, go ahead and get your copy ready and all that stuff. Like as we're kind of talking about it, go ahead and get your. However, you're gonna watch the film with us. Watch it. You know, go get your stuff ready right now. But I, I don't know if we're, we are watching the theatrical cut. That was the point of me saying that, not the the uh, the the director's cut, which made me think though. Does he speak in the theatrical cut or does he speak in the the unrated cut? I'm not. 100% sure it's been a while. It's been a while! Yeah, since the I last watched time, it. The last time I saw this movie was that commentary. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. 
Pro- it probably was too. So it's been a couple of years. My 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 issue is not with Michael Myers with this film. I think Michael is fine, even with the torn mask. Like honestly, my favorite mask in the entire series is the hot the when he's in the hospital with the blood coming down. That's my favorite look. Um, I think for Michael in the entire franchise. My issue is not with him. I think my issue comes from the characters and the creative choices that Rob Zombie made. I think that's that that's my biggest issue with it. I mm-hmm. don't understand why you have Lori who went through this terrible traumatic event as a child, as a teenager that is suddenly like thinking serial killers are the best thing since sliced bread and she's all emo and goth and she's like, you know, like, like that that's just weird to me. Loomis being a pompous douche like you know, if I want your opinion, I'll slap it out of you. He like, that kind of, like what? I'll say this. He wasn't pompous. He was just an asshole. He was just a douche. But, you know, I could understand it. If the end, if at the end of Rob Zombie's Halloween one, Loomis won. And, you know, he was like, I'm the guy who defeated Michael Myers. And he had kind of a hero complex. And then in H2, you kind of told the story of Loomis is kind of getting knocked down a notch because he's like, oh, I didn't win Michael's back. Like, I'm not a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, that could have been interesting. But Loomis lost at the like Loomis got Loomis did not get what he wanted at the end of Rob Zombie's H one. So it doesn't make any sense that magically Loomis is like this. He's got this hero complex and he's like he he's trying to like bitch everybody out all the time and he's trying to get like I, I don't know it, it it was very strange. Um, Brackett and Danielle Harris, uh, her Annie, they they were obviously the two like shining stars of this for me and and I really like. I love Scout Taylor Compton. I love Daniel Harris. I love uh, Brad Dorif and Malcolm McDowell and Tyler Maine. It's nothing against the actors at all. And, like, I'm not saying that any of them are watching this, but, like, by the off chance that, um, you know, I know Daniel Harris and Scout Taylor Compton are really, really, like, into the community. So, like, if they ever saw this, like, this is not anything against them. It's just I don't understand why some of the choices were made in this film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. And honestly, with how this movie has portrayed like the uh, legacy of these characters, it's almost like we should have known what we were getting ourselves into with uh, knowing that it was directed by Rob Zombie. And that's not a knock on him whatsoever. What I'm saying is, you got the the style choices or the themes and such stuff like that, the atmosphere that directors choose. Uh, and their movies, you can almost tell what kind of movie it was going to end up being. So, like, this wasn't going to be, like, the characters that you guys have, you know, come to know and love. So, I'm, I wasn't particularly surprised when I saw the first time Rob Zombies 2 after watching uh, the original. So, that goes without saying, though, that when it comes to these characters here, there are some good actors. And uh, I can agree with... Uh, Brad, for sure, the ones that I don't like the most is definitely uh, Loomis, even though he... What's what's his name? Who's the guy that plays... Uh, Malcolm McDowell. Uh, Loomis. Yeah, with Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell. McDowell, I was very... And it sucks that he ha- got such a shitty script in this one because he honestly could play Loomis, you know, in a reboot. He did, he he did, did a great phenomenal job. phenomenal in the yeah. first one, yeah. So I just... I don't know. I think the whole Loomis one bothers me. And, again, particularly the trailer trash themes, I'm not particularly a fan of. And that comes from someone that's, like, from, you know, that's yeah 
growing up in a trailer house, man. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Fruit Loops? Uh, she said, so it is the unrated cut where he speaks. So maybe we won't have to hear Michael speak in this one. Uh, Fruit Loops also said he ruined Loomis. Yeah, he did ruin Loomis. Um, I think Loomis, is, as far as characters go, I think Loomis is the biggest travesty in this entire thing. Um, she also mm-hmm. said, Lori made sense her upset and spiral. I don't, I don't know. May, again, that's why we're rewatching it. Maybe, maybe I'll enjoy it more this time. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll catch something that I've never caught before. But I mean, I've seen this thing probably close to ten times since two thousand nine, since it came Damn. out. I mean, and it's just, I, I'm serious. It's, I, I want to love it so bad because I had so much emotional attachment. Go, I don't know if I've ever had as much emotional probably halloween ends was the one that i've had the most emotional attachment going into like sentimental stuff but this would this one was sentimental to me going in and i remember like it's been a slow like i walked out and i was of like teenage me was like this is awesome and then slowly Mm -hmm. as i've as i you know dove more into the franchise and uh and you know became more a part of the or in touch with the community and stuff i was like is it maybe it's not maybe i was wrong like i don't know like it's just it's it's very strange um art said trauma does cr- crazy things to people and that's true too that's another it thing really to remember does. Is i mean like, look at they allison were, they all look went at, through look, a very look. traumatic thing and look what happened to allison i mean you guys some people are like dog on yeah. Lori for how she acted in rob zombies too but then you kind of make sense whenever you see Allison and what happened to her. I'm not going to spoil the movie. I guess we talked about it anyways. I think, I, yeah. honestly, I think it's, I think, yeah. it's I think everybody's seen Halloween ends at this point. All of us, at least. Yeah. And most of you in the chat probably have seen Halloween ends at this point. Yeah. So, so you, you'd understand why Allison's trauma causes her to, you know, end up wanting to suck face with a, a child murderer and Biff Tannen. So, it kind of makes sense now, looking back with Lori and how she's so obsessed with these uh, serial killers. So, I mean, I can commend Rob Zombie in trying to attempt how trauma affects different people. Yeah. But that's just the thing. Trauma affects different people. So you can't right. really uh, give it a uh, give it a picture as to what, how people would react after the events of, you know, Sabretooth Michael just shit wrecking shit up. So, I don't know. I personally... And I'm excited to see this again to get a better uh, understanding. After seeing the entire franchise, you got to understand that, right? Like right. this is the first time I'm seeing this movie after watching the entire franchise mm, of Halloween. That's true. So, so maybe go. maybe you'll even see it with a different lens in this film. You know what yeah. I mean? You yeah. Know? And I, I know Rob Zombie. Uh, by the way, uh, we're we're paused. If you're gonna watch with us, we're paused at the the white horse linked to instinct, purity, and the drive of the, that whole quote at the beginning. Like as soon as it pops up, we pause. So that's where we are. So if you're if you're gonna watch with us, we're gonna start this in just a minute. Um, but yeah. Uh, by the way, fruit loops, fruit loops, fruit loops is here. That's what I was saying. J Dead's already gonna say that I'm already having my pin strokes. Uh, Art's here. Rosalie is here. What's going on? Sierra's here. Um, all you guys that are here. Be sure to leave it a like. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Um, I know there was a there was also a lot of uh, of negativity going into the production too. Like Rob Zombie already had a he had a terrible time making the first film. He did not get along with the Weinstein's, which I mean, like. shocker right the Weinsteins are hard to work with Bob and Harvey Um, like I know Uh, but you know he had a hard time he had no interest he didn't want to do H2 
two French filmmakers had come forward and they were like, we're a big fan of Rob Zombie and his work. We would love to, to work on the sequel. So they wrote a treatment that had uh, Bracket revealed as Laurie's dad and Michael and Laurie were both taken to the hospital and he was trying to like – they, they were trying to get the bullet out of his head, and it was essentially the same kind of thing with the hospital. Loomis died. They didn't save Loomis. Loomis ended up dying at the end of H1. Um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think what else. Um, th- there, was, there was a lot. Like, and, and Malik had told Rob, he was like, listen, man, make this your own. Like, don't worry about my dad's, my dad's rules that he had for the rest of the sequels. Like, do your own vision. And I think he was already, like, kind of on the fence about doing this anyways, which is interesting. I feel like that's a parallel between John Carpenter and uh, and Rob Zombie. Neither of them really wanted to do a sequel to, to their film. But I think Rob, it even says this in, in Taking Shape, Rob kind of felt ownership of the remake characters at this point. He was like, I didn't, he, he didn't like what they were going to do with them. So he was like, I'll just come back and do it. But... Um, it, it did end up like, uh, Lori still struggling to, to accept the fact that Michael was her brother and, um, like she ended up putting on the mask at the end, similarly to like what happens here. It, it was just a lot. So, um, so let's go ahead and start this thing, man. Again, we're paused at the white horse quote right as it comes up. I'm going to say three, two, one play. And when I say play, we will click play and we'll start this strange emo Gothic journey together. Give me a hot second. second. We're going to get lined up, gentlemen. There we go. Now I'm lined up. Now you're lined up. All right, here we go. I yes. got my, my Sam Adams Oktoberfest in hand. I was going to mention this. Another one you popped this, and guess what? I have one too. So I was like, wow, this hey, is a perfect way to hey. end, uh, end here we this go. all. So here. Cheers me. Tink me. Cheers. Tink me. Tink. Kiss me I'm through the phone. Right now. Kiss me through. I wish I could right. at this point now. Here we go. Did you say you wish you could ignore me? No, I said I wish I had more of these at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> after, All right, here we go. This. We are paused. Right. Uh, for me, for me, it's 12 seconds in. Again, whenever the white horse quote is on the screen. Here we go. Three, two, one, play, and one. Or I one? said that wrong. Don't worry about it. And <laughs> when I say play, three, two, one, play. play. Totally forgot about the white horse situation. I'm not going to lie. That literally just fleeted my mind. Because you know how you like Link in trauma, you kind of leave things out and the the dive or whatever. Oh, by the way, that other script they had was uh, I just seeing Sherry Moon at Miss Growth made me think of it. Uh, the the other script that they had actually had it actually dealt with Michael and Loomis at Smith's Grove after she commits suicide. Like Michael is a teenager. So it would have been like like H one was a prequel and a remake, and then H two would have been like a prequel to the remake, but also a sequel. Interesting. Mind blown. <laughs> mind blown. Uh, yes, or our H two like is dimension. H two is dimension, and he was. I I don't. From what I've read in Taking Shape, and from what I've researched, Rob and the Weinsteins did not get along very well i don't think so i think that I, I think there was just a lot of there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen i think for these films you know a lot of chiefs in this scenario yeah yeah there, it, there was a lot going going on you know um mm-hmm. you know and, and that kind of makes me wonder too like did he 
did he do this purposely so that like did he purposely do this to the characters and do something like strange and different just for the sake of doing something strange and different or like did he was he really trying to tell like an artsy <coughs> story here you know what i mean because like this is so good this stuff is incredible absolutely incredible i love the first, the first 20 minutes. minutes of this movie i love it like if you would have mm. just kept going from this moment when Brackett finds Lori in the street and the hospital stuff, even if you move away, like you don't, you can, you can have the hospital, the nod to Halloween two nineteen eighty one, and you know have like a battle or something take place in the hospital, and then maybe it goes in there. You pull a, a Halloween kills scenario, and it's just like Haddonfield versus Tyler Maines Michael, which would have been brutal. Mm. I mean, that could have been a really, really cool take on what you do with a sequel to that first film but it just i don't know i don't know so wait he wanted the sizzle not the steak so so what happened in real life then like what do you mean it's like this this is the dream so what happened did uh laurie actually shoot michael i i i think so yeah she looks terrible man yeah, she does. I mean, she's in shock right now. Like, rightfully so, you know? But that's why I don't Is understand... This? I don't understand why, it, like, it was so logical and so well done at the beginning, and then it was just like, here's the LSD. <laughs> like, let's do, <laughs> let's do coke off the urinal. Like, like where did we... Where did it come from? Like, the as soon as she wakes up from the dream, it's just like, here we go. Train's off the tracks. Like, let's do it. It's like, like a gateway drug. It's like a gateway drug that ends up to meth, and you end up getting a bad trip. Yeah. Pretty much. It's like it gives you something. It, like, it offers you something, like, decently well that you can vibe with. But then all of a sudden, they take it away, and you got a spoonful of meth. Yeah. And then you're LFD tripping all over the fucking movie. Right. I love how they assume it's a car accident. Yeah, the and you know the cinematography and stuff is great. Like again, it, it's none of that is the issue. Like it's it's it is solely oh the damn. creative decisions with the characters that yeah that just makes this so weird. Oh, these guys. These two, the the two corner dudes are like the equivalent of the badunky dunky dunky dunk cops in uh. In um, in H five. So where's Ben Tramer? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. So when you saw this movie, uh, did you see? Have you already seen like the actual sequel to the original? Like Halloween two? No, actually, no. The these were I I know it's it's crazy. It sounds crazy, but again, I really didn't get into Halloween until after. H2, like, I was into Elm Street. I had seen the Elm Streets, I had seen the Fridays, but Halloween was just not one that I I had gotten into at this point, in 2009. It was, mm-hmm. it was after this movie came out that I started watching the others. Yeah. Well, I was, the reason why I was asking is because the way this movie begins, it, it, sound, it looks very similar to how 
it starts with Halloween 2. You know what I mean? Like, Lori gets sent to the hospital, and Michael, you know, supposedly was shot and killed, but he, he's, he went missing, and then the whole thing happens in a hospital. It's so yeah. like, I, I'm pretty sure for some people, they thought they were like, oh shit, this is going to be a darker version of the hospital one. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure those 30 minutes were pretty rough, weren't you? I also wonder, where the fuck is this uh, corner area? Because they're out in the uh, boonies. Yeah, they, they really are, though. Uh, what's up, Jaded? Said, hey, oh, hey, sorry man. I'm late. Jaded, we're at the weird, uh, creepy corner dudes in the, uh, in the car. Fine. Disgusting. <laughs> Dude is literally wanting to do a corpse. Gross. Listen, we should take a drink every time one of these two dudes drops an F-bomb. Because over the or, next five minutes, there's probably 260. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably drink a six-pack as many times as they as I about said, yeah. F-bombs. That's a dangerous game because I am halfway through this beer already, so I'd be done. <laughs> I'm, in like, I'm almost know, finished with this one already. Five minutes, yeah. Also, homeboy's got an unlit cigar in his hand. Like what? Like what? What kind of corner are you, dude? It's called preparation. Yeah, Jaded. Exactly. Jaded said th- these corners give off the vibe of a pulsating infected hemorrhoid. Couldn't have said it Golly. any better myself. Cow. That poor Damn. cow. That cow went. 50 feet well that cow left the movies quick i mean just that like poor, a lot of audience listen, members the cow is like the uh it's like the the i almost said the vine the the tiktok where the dude like the spinning dude just like leaves space it's like that's like that's the cow it just like leaves space oh my god it just keeps going i'm curious why michael didn't get like damaged in this you know what yeah. i mean yeah yeah, Art, you're a hundred percent right. He his ideas are very interesting. They're not. I never. I've never thought that they were boring. They're just weird. Like, just mm-hmm. like I just don't agree with them entirely. You know. Yeah. What's up, Colton? Uh, he said, "Sup, dude. It was cool talking to you all at Marika's. Uh, pitch me your idea for a new Friday the Thirteenth movie." Um, That's I'd have all to, you, right honestly, there. dude. I would have to think on that one, man. Uh, we might do a video about that in the future. It would have to. I, I don't want. I'll say this. I, I want Jason. I don't want Pamela. I know a lot of people are like, dude, go back and do Camp Pamela. I don't. I don't want. I do not want a Pamela story. I, it's got to be Jason for me. You know, you can tie in the Pamela thing, but uh, yeah, man, we got to hang out with Colton when we were uh, with Mike and Jay and, and the Wham crew at a uh, at a bar in Lexington. We got to meet him after Scarefest, which awesome dude. Him and his wife were really really sweet people. So glad you're here, man. Super stoked. We're watching Rob Zombies H2 right now. We're at the part where Michael's, uh, the van doors just like, poof, like bursted open and he's about to step out. He so steps if you want to so join suave, this cesspool, <clears throat> as Jay, as Jay Dead said, uh, these corners that are like pulsating hemorrhoids. <laughs> I, can you imagine like, this is Michael's like, like, rough ass alarm clock like my man was asleep hardcore asleep and you get the the, he looks at him he's like 
You woke me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the coroner's like, bro, what? So this isn't the unrated cut. Oh, oh, never mind. It is. <laughs> I was literally going to say, because it's not the unrated cut, you weren't going to see this. But you see it. Good gravy. I feel like Michael wouldn't be the type of person to just strictly cut someone's head off. You know what I mean? I don't... If you... Listen, I hate that you can see... Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go, boys. <sighs> I don't like that you can see his eyes so clearly. His hair looks like mine. Nappy and greasy right now. It Kill just... Me, boy. It, it, it complete the whole white horse thing just completely ruined <clears throat> everything he did with Michael in the first film. Like, I don't want to know this. Like, I don't. And I know he put the. I I, I think he might have been trying to do something artsy with it because he he put the uh, he put the quote at the beginning. Like, there was obviously thought that went into it. It just mm -hmm. I don't think it was right for this film. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I. I just don't. I don't think it worked for for what he was trying to do. Bro, I'm pretty Nights sure Rob Zombie seeing his wife in all white next to a horse. The man was filming that with a huge hard on. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm sure he was. He does, man. He does like to have his wife. He in his loves movies. his he wife. He really does. I forgot who the fuck is that. I. Honestly, I don't know that I ever realized somebody was sitting in the chair with her. Yeah. And didn't hear her getting up. She's only got metal in her butt. Oh, it's the nurse. Oh, I okay. See. It's okay. It's the nurse that we see in the stairwell in a few minutes. Mm. Poor Octavia Spencer, man. Whew. Octavia Spencer got it bad in this movie. She really did. And much respect to her. She's a great actress. She is a really great actress, man. Is that Annie? Yep. Good golly. Yeah. I don't remember her face being so carved up in the first film, though. I mean, Probably she was, was don't covered get me wrong, in blood. She was, that's true. I mean, she was hurt. I mean, she was down for the count, but like. Yeah. But I don't remember her being like so. I don't know. I don't remember her being so messed up. Oh, baby? Who says it to their friend? I don't know. We call each other baby. Daddy, honey, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Art said she Tell was Tell them more of our AF. business. She was. She was. They don't need to know what we do in the bedroom. It's fine. No. No. <laughs> you know, she's... A Octavia, what's her? Whoever plays Octavia, she has a horror movie of her own. Did you, do you remember that? Whoever plays Octavia plays Octavia. What are you talking about? No, is that her? Is that her name? Yeah, that's Octavia oh, Spencer, the actress. My bad. So Octavia oh, yeah, Spencer she was, is in her own. She's in. Her, she has her own horror movie. Yeah, she she's, like she's like a. She's like a. She's like a. Yeah, Ma. There yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Ma. <clears throat> it was decent, bro. Saw it, bro only she, saw it once. She dipped out quick. 
You know, but this, I know, I know it's a dream sequence, but this has the same strange issue as the original Halloween 2. This is the most empty hospital in North America. Where, where is all the staff? Like, they're at the Halloween party. You know, nobody gets hurt in Halloween. Nobody ever gets hurt in Halloween. So they close down. Yeah, no. That little bit of throw up in the back of my throat hearing Brad call Miguel daddy. Good times, good times. <laughs> and there it is. Ooh. Oh, she is sliced from her nose down to her chin. Gross. Hey, Tyrion got sliced in the face and now he's hand of the king. Mm. It's that shock factor that's just so fucking scary because it's like you can't even tell yeah. when... She's gonna start like fucking right. losing her shit. It's yeah. just it's just her just like shocked. Yeah. Well, and you see, you could have even shown Michael getting from the van to the hospital. Maybe going through people's houses just on a rampage, getting to the hospital, then they leave the hospital and you do the Halloween kills thing through Haddonfield while Brackett and Loomis and whoever else are trying to get her out. Like that could have been a, a brilliant way to do H2. But instead, dream sequence. <laughs> it just, yeah. It's strange. I swear, this Michael looks like a unlockable character. Like a locked character. Like, you can't, you can barely see him. I don't like that he's, like, yelling. I don't like that. That's strange to me. I feel like that's his, I feel like that's, a. Uh... I feel like that's his decision. Like, his, like, actor decision. Damn! Like, Tyler... Oh. Yeah, there's the nurse. Golly! Like, Tyler Maine's decision, you mean? Yeah, and Rob Zombie's probably yeah. like, yo, that's fucking barbaric. Seriously, J-Dead, like, a brutal version of this, like, a brutal... Like, a, a more brutal version of Halloween Kills. That's what this could have been. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just... It, it could have been... It could have worked so much better than it did, man. Mm-hmm. Why leave the knife, too? That's, like, not even, now, like... I'm not, I'm not saying I would have wanted two hours of that. I mean, there would have had to be more suspense and build-up and, you know, tension, but... I don't know. You didn't want to see the scalpel that Michael used to lift somebody, you know, five feet up in the air? Scalpel's as big as this Michael's hand is. Yeah. That scalpel would have been, like, a toothpick compared to him. I also love how she just knows. You know what I mean? Like, she just knew it was him. Like, from the minute... Like, she didn't even have to guess, you know? Well, I mean, who else is out there to kill her at this very moment, you know? True. When hours like you ago, just, you just escaped, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you just shot a man straight in the face after he just tried to kill you and tore up, like, two houses. Yeah. So, like, you know, what are yeah. the odds of it being another man? Yeah. Or woman. I'll be gender exclusive. Yeah, like, exactly, j -Dead. Think of the original Halloween 2 amped up 50%. See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure some people saw this movie that were, like, original fans of Halloween, and they're probably like, yo, this is gonna be fucking dope. But then, dream sequence. Yeah, and the rain, like, like Halloween set in the rain and during a thunderstorm, like, that would have been great, man. That could have been really, really cool and different. 
And Scout, Scout Taylor Compton did a great job. Like, I, I really liked her in this film, you know? She looks like she's her age, you know what I mean? Yeah. She has metal rods in her arm. That shit's hurting right now. Has yeah. to. She's also so amped up on adrenaline and meds, though, that she's and probably... And morphine, yeah. I mean, she's probably loopy at this point. You know what I mean? Almost as if it's like, you know, she's like in a dream, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that mask, dude. I love it. it. It's one of my favorite masks in the entire franchise. We're going to rank the masks at some point, and, like, that one is going to be very high up on the list. I'll just say that. I love Bro, it. Bro, wasn't there, wasn't there an overhauled mask in, like, uh, Fear Fest? Yeah, but it was an H1. It was, like, the cracked H1 mask. It wasn't the, the uh. bloody H2 one. Now, when half Bro, of it's gone, we I'm were... not as much of a fan of that. But yeah. So we we saw those masks in Scarefest. It was like three of them. I forgot which which ones they were, but they were like really good like overhauled masks, and they were like selling for like two hundred dollars a pop. So we were like, holy shit! So we literally circled that entire like island, and it was gone in a split second. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, like people wanted that mask. It was like two hundred and seventy five bucks though. Like yeah, somebody, it was somebody gone. paid money for that, but it was a good looking Rob Zombie H one. Yeah. Alright, so are you guys going to pass out candy this year? Or are you going dancing at the club? Uh, probably just passing out candy. I'm I'm, prob I'm, a, I'm a chill at home dude on Halloween. I like to just chill at home and like watch the original Halloween and, you know. I'm going to pass out candy to, out, to people you know. dancing in the club. The club! The club! <laughs> uh, good Real Hunting, what's going on, Brett Man and Brad? Nice to have Hello. you here. Uh, said, love Rob Zombie the H2 with a passion. Oh boy, my friend. Uh, I, I do to, to an extent, I do for nostalgic reasons because I, uh, I don't know if I'd say I love it, but I, I have an appreciation for it nostalgically just because it was the first Halloween film that I was really like, whoa, like I was really genuinely excited for it. And mm -hmm. then I, like we talked about a little earlier, I disagree with a lot, many of the creative decisions they made, um, with the characters, but that's just me. I mean... You know, and, and I'm like, I would never, there's white in night satin again. <laughs> um, like I, I would, I will never tell somebody that you're not as much of a Halloween fan or that you're wrong for thinking that H2 is the best or H2O is the best or Halloween ends is the best. Like I will never, I, I will never do that somebody, you know, cause like we all mm -hmm. have our own opinions and that's what makes, that's what makes this community so cool is that everybody doesn't think the same thing. If we all thought the same thing about every one of the movies, it would be really, really boring. <laughs> this would not be as fun as it is to, to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, our arms would get tired with circle jerky circle jerking each other for like hours on end if we all agreed on the same thing. But let's be honest, that's all it would be. Yeah. My beer is officially gone, Miguel. Good God. What a swing. It's funny, Sean Clark was saying that 
uh, in his Horrors Hallowed Grounds episode that the guy who built this shit... So they filmed this part, the hospital stuff, at a high school. And the dude who built the shack for the movie was kind of pissed... Or, or they were kind of pissed when they were filming it because it was so hard for Tyler Maine to destroy it. Like, he had a really, really hard time destroying the shack. And the guy was like, well, what can I say? I built it really well. Like He was like, you wanted a shack? I built a shack. It looks good. When you do the job too well you do the i know right you do the job really really well yeah see even the mask dripping in the rain it's such a good looking mask man so good it's so menacing almost to own a copy almost like a jaws kind of thing just like circling around um a prey that mask is goals. I would love to have a, a legit copy of it. The, the only problem is, especially with the Rob Zombie masks, they're so expensive if you really want a good copy. Like, they're, they're, it's just, and I'm just, I don't know that I'm willing to pay 500 bucks for a really good copy of a mask. Like, I just, good I don't know, I don't know if it's worth that much to me, but I would love to have a copy of it. I this is a hard time destroying the fucking shed? Apparently, okay. <laughs> you're also okay. not Tyler Maine, dude. You're not Sabretooth, so that's what I mean. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, if this is considered a hard time, Tyler, you're you're okay. And movie's ruined. <laughs> movie's not ruined. It just shifted pace. It shifted pace. You more like shit the bed. It only changed shape. Could you imagine if Lori stood up and she actually, like, shit the bed? Like, literally. Bro, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would die. Uh, Brettman said, I know a guy that makes great RZ Halloween masks. I plan on buying one in the future. Yeah, dude, I'd love to uh, I'd love to know who it is. I, I've always wanted one. Like, I, I really have. And, and not even the age. I mean, I, I would like to have an H1 mask. I, eventually, I'd like to have them all. Um, you can kind of see some of them behind me, but... And I have more than that. I have a couple over. I have my H2 and my 18 over here. I've got my H6 over here. Behind me is my Boogeyman, my Kills, my H4, and my Ants. Um, but I, eventually I want to have them all. But I, I really do want a, a good Rob Zombie, like the bloody H2 copy. I love it. Yeah, Rosalia. Tyler Maine's a big dude, man. Bro, it when really did you get is. that tramp stamp? That's the question. Apparently at some point in the last couple years is this two years after is this one two year. years after is it one one year yeah sticky buns a hey, props to the sticky buns shout out to the sticky buns you saved my high school <laughs> what a dad wait is this... he a ve- is she is she a vegetarian now yeah i don't blame her this was the best part of this danielle harris's annie brad dorif's bracket and this whole like them living together like their relationship that was brad dorif was the heart of both of these films he was mm-hmm he really was. Like, uh, seriously. 
I don't... The other thing about H2 is I don't feel... I don't feel... And Brett, you might completely disagree with me, dude. But I, I don't feel particularly, like, connected to any of the characters. Like, I'm not... I'm rooting for Annie and I'm rooting for Bracket, but that's about it. Like, I'm I'm not... I'm rooting for Ooh, Lori. 300 VT. I think I would root more for Lori if there wasn't the whole psychic connection thing between between her and Michael, and she's kind of going crazy too. Like I just I did I didn't like that. I didn't like that they brought back the H four H or H five H six thing with that. I wasn't a I wasn't a fan. And everyone's you know entitled to one good scare. <laughs> good job. Could you imagine it if the therapist said that? I would walk out that bitch in a heartbeat. I'd be like, "Give me back my money." Okay, that's 120 an hour, dogs. Therapy. She's got a scar up there. I never noticed that before. Lori's yeah. got a big scar up on her forehead. Bro, er, bro, Annie and Lori have scars on their face. Like, at least Rob Zombie let's acknowledge the fact that they got damaged in this movie. Yeah. Both mentally and physically. Rosalia said, I doubt Corey would have brought down this Michael. Hell to the no, Corey wouldn't have brought down this Michael. But this Michael is also only in his 20s, really. Corey would have been an archaic painting on the wall in that sewer (laughs) if he went against this Michael. He would have been a cave painting. Just splattered. My God. Jaded said, I'm finally working on a Halloween short story. It takes place in 2000 as a prequel to 18. Michael is accidentally put in general pop at Smith Grove. Loomis is called in to help capture him. That's cool, dude. That's pretty cool. I dig that, that a lot. That is pretty cool. And you know what I love so much about that, Jaded? It's the fact that you want to introduce Loomis back in here. Yeah. Like, you're throwing, yeah. like, you're not really, like, the focus isn't mainly on Lori, which, then again, look, Lori's hey. story is very impactful, but. Again, I think Loomis. me and Brad are on the same camp as uh, that Loomis is the heart of the movie. Not this one, though. Yeah, you know, trauma does weird things to people. Especially Loomis, apparently, in this movie. Yeah. Like, when did he become all, like, I'm the greatest thing that's ever happened to the planet? <laughs> like, you know? it. it... Yeah, I don't know. You just got your shit whacked. In the first movie, and all of a sudden you're a douche. I mean, ah, that makes sense. It doesn't. I don't know, man. You imagine you get your ass kicked so viciously in a fight, but nobody saw it. I would make some shit up. I'd be like, yeah, I won. Yeah, my face is rough, but you should see the other guy. You know what I mean? Like, he's pissed at the picture. The picture of him, at least, he said, that's old Loomis. This is new Loomis. <laughs> yeah, the, the tan trench coat to the black trench coat. What does it matter, he, dude? He even went goth. <laughs> he switched from tan to black. He had yeah. to. Everything in this movie switched from tan to black. Peacoat made by Alice Cooper. And she's working it like the the Spencers. Spencers yeah, like, is a, is a it's like, rough and rowdy store. It's like the Lexington. Spencers of like of like uh, of record Haddonfield? stores. Yeah. It's like old VHSs and old VHSs look, and records and look. 
if I was a woman, I'm not allowing a man with a white beard call me babe. You would if you were goth now. Come on, Miguel. No. You would if you slept with Charles Manson above your bed. Fuck the man. <laughs> is that Charles Manson on a toilet? I don't know. But there's literally a picture of a is. dude shitting above the desk. If you walk into a record store and there's some dude literally taking a crap above where you pay, that's I feel like that's a red flag. That's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm going to get the most rarest Alice Cooper album ever. Even these two characters, though, I didn't care about them. Like, at no point, when they died, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I, there was no... We didn't get enough of Danielle Harris. Like, Danielle Harris is a good actress. Like, I really liked what she did with Annie. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I Like, why couldn't we get more of Danielle Harris and less of these two randoms that we didn't even have any kind of emotional attachment to? Other than... They want her to drink and party and get laid and do cool goth stuff like goth man and rock and roll. Like, it, it just, I don't get it. I, I really don't, man. Look, man, some some characters in horror movies are just there to be meat, meat fod or, you know, they're just there to be put in the grinder. Ew. 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 <sighs> I'm getting angry. You wouldn't like I'm me when I'm angry. <laughs> Don't get mad. Dr. Sam Loomis. Ooh. And welcome. Bro, my man looks like a fresh, clean Q-tip. Okay, CNN, calm the fuck down. He starts doing the Trump thing. That was a stupid question. Next. <laughs> Next. Remember, you are the media, so therefore you are wrong. Those are three very opposing uh, characters in a franchise. Here I go again on my own. Bro, it looks like a superhero origin right here. Like, can you it imagine? Really does. Yeah. See, if they would have done the hobo, like, I didn't mind the hobo Myers thing. I didn't even mind him with the hood and stuff. Like, that was cool. But A, you ripped half the mask off. And B, well, B, you had. Let me let me reorganize these. Okay, a, but uh, Sherry Moon Zombie just needed to look. I I'm sorry, look, she needed to be completely cut. B, understand this, you ripped half the mask off. And C, you showed his face too much. You literally mm -hmm. like at least with James Jude Courtney in the new trilogy, at least it was just like you kind of saw glimpses of his burned face throughout. Like, especially in Kills, where you see him, like, turn around, and you can see him from the back and his hair and stuff, but, like, you literally get full-on facial facial shots of Tyler Mayne in this film. Yeah. You literally see his entire face. Okay, but you gotta admit, there's some really cool shots in this movie. 
I mean, do you like this stuff? This is weird. No, I'm, I'm talking about of Sherry Moon just walking to the, to the fucking farm, in the foggy night. That was a pretty dope scene. It's a, it's cool looking, but when you think cool about what looking. it is, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, true. He called her daddy. Bro, why does that guy always gotta play like a sloppy bum? He really does. Rosalia said, I went through a goth phase. The Cure and Doc Martens. Dude, hundred. I did too. I wore black jeans and I had the red bandana hanging out of my back Look. pocket like Billy Joe Armstrong. And like, I, I went through that as well. But Look, this is just like, the, the, the decision to do that in this film was very, very strange. Yeah. Look, Doc Martens are no longer goth. Those are called, ret those are retro now. They are. Apparently. Didn't know that. I will say I did like the way this was shot where you just see the silhouette like the shape like you just see the shape of him and like the dudes are coming up behind him like that was cool. I enjoyed this. Mhm. Mm it was a cool scene. And we see Tyler Mains Michael vulnerable for a second, which is something that we don't typically see. You know what I mean? He's usually just like a hulking force, but to see him injured was kind of interesting. Bro, why these people just, like, drove up to him and just decided to choose violence? Like, good lord. They, I, think he, I think he said something like they've seen him on their land before or whatever, but... Oh, I don't know. I think they were just, like, fucking around. They said, you know what? I'm gonna choose war crimes. <laughs> they woke up and chose violence. Yeah. At least they're not, like, Sartain and they didn't just immediately run him over with the car. I feel like that would end the movie really quick. It would've. I don't know, dude. He did take a bullet to the temple and somehow survive. That is very true. Get in the shagmobile. Bro, you can see Mars with these fucking strobe lights. Good I know, God, right? this shit's bright. I also like how he puts on the mask, too. Like, he was like, you know what? I'm going to choose violence. <laughs> I know, right? Like, that was kind of cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I love how they just don't notice the man. Oh. 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 oh, full circle irony. You killed the deer, and now the deer killed you. Whew. He's a mm, refreshing. I don't like that the hair looks like he's the dude from Running Crows in like the late nineties. Like, yeah, the yeah. hair is very like. <laughs> it's like Afro Myers. Was well, been busy sitting in a fucking trench coat all these I mean, for about a year. So yeah, he's not like you, Brad. He doesn't comb the mask constantly. I do not comb the masks. I don't like the grunting. I'm not going to lie. I don't like it either. It's strange. I think yeah. it would have been more effective if... I also didn't like this. Again, stuff we don't need to see. Also, I feel like that is not at all something that Michael would have done. That's true. Bro, 
<laughs> Tell me why Bracket looks like looks like Sartain for a hot minute. I was like, ugh. <laughs> so like did that. he get did he get the meatless pizza? Because I saw pineapple and I saw like sausage and pepperoni. Pineapple's not a meat. I'm aware. <laughs> hey, question: Pineapple on pizza? Yay or nay? Nay. Eat a dick. <laughs> I'm gonna say nay. As an Italian dude, I feel like I have to say no. Okay, that's fair. Good thing it's called a Hawaiian pizza, not Italian pizza. <laughs> Who? I like how Bracket is just trying to convince them to not be vegetarians. Yeah. I love the, uh, I love, like, the par like the parallels between, like, every man needs to be a caveman, and then you have fucking Michael eating a dog. I don't. I think it's stupid. It's, I, it's just stuff we don't need to ever see Michael do. Like What, eat a dog? When when Loomis and Brackett find the dog in the Myers house in the 78 film, it's effective because here we go with the psychic connection crap. Oh, she's Bra 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 Brackett's like, Brackett's like, is she pregnant? <laughs> is she pregnant? <laughs> That's she funny. Pregnant? That's funny. I feel like Brackett really would be thinking that right now. Brackets low-key, like, vote yes to Amendment 2. Kidding. Oh, that was a dark joke. <laughs> this is gonna, a dark I'm just movie. Gonna, I'm just going to pretend boys. that you did, you're, you're not wrong. I would just pretend <laughs> that you didn't go there. See? Bro, we literally what? just watched a man eat a fucking dog. This is how dark we're going to go. Honestly, we're gonna go fucking you know dark. what? I don't, I don't mind seeing him sit there. That's interesting. I honestly don't mind that. But then you, like this? When I was a young boy, my father <laughs> took me into the city <laughs> to see a marching band. <laughs> she said, son, when you grow up, will but you be is... the killer of my city? What is that? What does that mean? Bro, that's some shit. The hell is she marrying her kid? Like, what it? What's the point? None of this makes any sense. This could have been completely eliminated from the movie, and ah, I would have been two hundred percent fine. Season of the Witch. But it doesn't even look like the the season of the Witch Mass. Who the fuck is Boo? And they're sitting there eating Lori. Like, I don't. Like, I just don't. I don't. Oh my god! He, I he even may, see Lori. He may have been trying to do something artistic with it, and I I can appreciate that, but it doesn't make sense to me. Like if somebody understands what all of the black and white Sherry Moon and the black like wedding dress and Lori laying on the table and the weird pumpkin dudes that are sitting there eating it, like I don't, I just don't understand what it means. 
it would have been more effective in my eyes if you would have just had Michael, like, seeing Michael sit there, you know, he could have had his knees up just sitting there, like, staring off into the distance, like, just off into the woods in the barn, like, just sitting there, uh, you know, like, like the same kind of thing when Corey goes into the cave and Halloween ends, not to make this about Halloween ends, but when Corey goes into the cave and Michael is literally just standing there and then he just kind of looks up at him, like, it could have been the same kind of thing, like... Literally just, I don't know. I don't know. So wait, did did he leave? Who? Did he leave Haddonfield? Loomis? Yeah, like he left I, Haddonfield. I guess. He's probably on his cross-country book tour. <laughs> Jesus. A 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. The sizzle, not the steak. Like, what the? What does that even mean, dude? What the hell are you talking about? Hey, you probably should turn down your volume. Then again, that was uh, Loomis talking about yelling about a steak, so I mean. Bro, if I was Bracket, I would be furious with the writings on the wall. I'd be like, bro, my property value is already in the shitter. <laughs> You're going to you repaint this bathroom right now. Right on the wall with a fucking Sharpie? Get out of my face. We already live in a town with a terrible history. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, but she's got Jesus on the wall, but she's got her Alice Cooper picture. She's got wipe spray painted above the toilet. Like, what? I just don't get it. I really, I, I just, I don't. Like, I don't understand what he was trying to do with it. And the whole psychic connection thing, that's a whole other, like, that's a whole other thing. Like, making Lori the killer, and... And to think that Rob Zombie's Halloween 3 would have, like, explored this. It would have explored... It literally had Michael and Lori on the run together. And Lori being like, I love you, Michael, but I don't. I, I love you, but I don't. I'm not you, but I... You know, it would have explored that. And that's just dumb to me. And the upside down crosses, and it, it just. What kind of movie are you. Like, what kind of story are you trying to tell? If you have epilepsy, apparently don't watch this movie. Holy shit. That beat Corey Seizure in the club by far. Everybody down in the club. <laughs> Everybody down in the club. Oh, 
That's pretty funny. I like seeing Lori be Lori. I don't want to see Lori be uh, be Michael. That's not. It makes Michael less evil. You think, you think evil. that's being Lori? Yeah, she's playful. You know what I mean? Playful, sweet. Kid I never Lori. once seen Lori be playful. Not in the original. What? No. The most she did was smoke weed. I'll tell you the arc I did like though. I did like Bracket being. Uh, I did like Bracket being pissed because he was pissed at Loomis in this film. I mean, he loathed Loomis for making like a mockery of everything that happened. Okay, so did the wreck really happen? Yeah. Okay. The elephant man's bones. Like, I just... I don't know. I guess you could argue that Loomis was like, okay, my life is already ruined. I, at least I'm going to get something out of this experience. You know what I mean? At least I'm going to get some fame and money out of it. Yeah. But at the same time, though, Loomis genuinely cared. Malcolm McDowell's Loomis cared about Michael way more than um, than Donald Pleasance's Loomis did in the original. Donald Pleasance's Loomis literally just wanted him dead. That was it. Yeah. He just wanted to kill yeah. him. Malcolm McDowell's Loomis wanted to help him. He legitimately wanted to help him. He cared about Michael. He cared about saving Lori and, like, saving people. Like, Loomis really was the hero, or at least he tried to be in, in the first film, which is why it doesn't make sense that that Loomis is, like, you know, all, like, oh, the sheriff's department failed and this big elephant man. They, like, he, it just, I don't get it. It's not a natural progression for his character arc, to me. Again, someone else might disagree, but... It's like, why did this stripper scene... Why did this strip club have to happen? Exactly. This is pretty much a waste of time. It's just to get yeah. kills. That's all it is. It's just to get a couple of kills. You could have got kills at a regular old trailer house or something like that, but why did it have to be a strip club? Because it's a Rob Zombie movie. Mm -hmm, of course it had to be a strip club. Yeah, Jay did. you're not wrong. Uh, he said, I don't know, this Loomis has the feel of a Fox News contributor or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't compare. Rosalia, you're exactly right. You can't compare with drunk Loomis. I mean, even drunk babbling Loomis would have been much better than I'm a, I'm a prick Loomis who just wants to make money and... You know. Jaded said Rob Zombie was going for shock, not substance. And that might be true. And if that if that's true, yeah, violence You're not atmosphere. If You're that's true, then so be it. He achieved it. Because so many things just make you go like, huh? Like what? Bro, is it, are his teeth neon? That shit's shining through the fucking night. I know, right? But once again, there's Tyler Maine's face as clear as day. 
literally as clear as possible. Oh, I can't see it. My TV's trash. Oh, a minute ago, you could literally, you could see his eyes pretty much as clearly as you could see this dude's eyes. Bro, you gotta appreciate the man's stash. I always appreciate the stash game, the dude, gentlemen. The dude just called Michael Myers a dirty, filthy hippie. <laughs> this dude is the Buster Rhymes of Zombies H2. Except this is what should have happened when Buster Rhymes, like, bitched him out in Resurrection. Yeah, but Buster Ryan was promoting an album, so he couldn't die. Oh. You gotta admit, Ooh. I know I said I hated the sound of Michael grunting, but at least he has the decency to breathe, because when you breathe, you exert more power in your... And what, what she do? She's like, that? she's like... Yeah, you oh. saw that? Oh, I was saying, oh. That face was What? Who does, like... Look, man, when you're in a long, long marriage... That's a cool shot of Michael, though. Yeah, you know, fucking, uh, you know, while, while there's a fucking stripping right there. He's like, I just wanted to watch. <laughs> he said, you see this hole right here? He should have just shot. Oh. Good God. That's a hard Ooh. death. Wow. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta admire Michael's uh love for the theatrics. Oh. Why'd you let Michael why'd you let the guy run though? That's the question. I don't know. I mean, I think it's. I think he's just playing with his victims. I mean, I think that's all he's doing. You know, this isn't Michael playing. This is him acting on the, uh, on the words of his uh, mother. Fair. Here we go. Oh, there's the mask rip. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Are we going for a six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve? Stupid it's saber tooth. <laughs> Could you imagine if he jumped out and was like, and did like the roar, like the saber tooth roar, and then Hugh Jackman's Wolverine came and fought him in that same moment? That'd yeah, 
I didn't like the fact that he like switched the lights to like open to close. Yeah. It's also have have you noticed that with the cinematography, anytime it's daytime, it's got like a grayish tint to it. Like it's not yeah. like the 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 picture isn't quite as like it's not quite as saturated as it as it could be. Yeah. I'm glad out of everything in this movie, Henry at least survived, because that was the cutest fucking pig I've ever seen in my life. Jaded said Michael is a is an artist when it comes to posing corpses. Very dolly spired. <laughs> Oh, Rosalia like, said she's seen those kind of people on an episode of Cops. Mm. New ringtone, Miguel's rendition of Black Parade. I might crop that, and make it a make it a, a, a TikTok or something. <laughs> we'll see. You never know. And this was kind of interesting too, because Brackett's—he's like, you got to play your cards very right. Like he would rather Lori hear it from him then read it in the book or hear it from somebody else because he knows that it's going to cause her to spiral as soon as she mm-hmm. knows that my, her and Michael are, are, are brother and sister, you know? And it was interesting seeing her spiral after that. Like, that was an interesting... That was interesting. I'm not going to lie. At her age, I didn't have the money to buy a new book. In your early 20s? Is she in at, her 20s? She's not in her 20s. She's in at, high school. At night, She's not in high school anymore. She's in high school. It's one year later. Not anymore, dude. I, I want to say it's two years later. No, I think it was one. People in the comments, let me know. I don't know. I think it's two years later. Bro, to add that probably would have been like 70 bucks if you would have got that was Robert England. Yeah, we were at Scarefest and uh, Robert England was charging 160 bucks for an autograph. And I think it was like an extra 20 to get it personalized to you. Like it was just, it was like a lot. Excessively expensive. Which, I mean, look, guys, props to you. If you guys like the autograph stuff, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but for me and the way my bank account is set, <coughs> I have a savings and a checkings, and I got to get my savings to my checkings, and it takes about seven to six business days, so can't really do that. <laughs> this was interesting, too. I liked this moment a lot. This is one of my favorite moments in the film. Good God. Hey, don't talk about Henry like that. No wonder he's losing his shit because he's wearing the Loomis jacket. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Well, that was I, I liked that because it was a very raw moment. It was a very raw moment that connected you to what happened in the, in the first film. Like because that was something that we're not seeing from Loomis. Obviously, that had to come somewhere. The reality check of like, you know, yes, he's profiting off of what happened, but like, I don't know. But it's also like I don't know. Yes, you're crossing the line, dude. Yes, you are. <laughs> Does she die? I feel like she does. I don't think so. I think she makes it. No. And the fact that she just said you're toying with people's lives and then we we go from seeing Linda's dad and his grief and like what happened to him and how it's destroyed his life to then to Lori and how it's obviously now it's like she already thought like she thought she was already at rock bottom with her like journey to like recovery and to like not recovery but like to to I don't know her her journey from PTSD and trauma as Jamie Lee Curtis would put it but like now it's like the bottom like she thought she was at rock bottom and now the bottom has collapsed you know yeah. like which by the way Loomis is a fucking Loomis is an asshole for including that literally within like the yeah. first chapter because yeah. <laughs> Lori did not finish that book at the end mm. that was literally within like page 7 and Jesus Christ yeah And Annie really didn't know. Mm hmm Is Angel a nickname? Angel was her name. Oh. Yeah, Angel was her name. Lori was her adopted name. And you gotta think, Brackett was really trying to help her. You know what I mean? He he just didn't want her to know. He wanted her to be able to move on and try to live her life. Does he have like a sense like Michael's gonna be coming back? I don't know. I just think he knows that it it's hit the fan since she found out. And I think he's worried about her and what she's gonna do or I don't know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Jada, the, he, the timeline is vague for Rob Zombie's Halloween films. Either one or two years. Yeah, it, I think it's two. That'd be my guess. Even in the first film, it never really gives us like a... It just says October 31st. It's vague with what decade or what time it actually like takes place at, you know? I hate that moment. It's sick, huh? I know you're crying and you look really upset, but... <laughs> no, because you're crying and being hysterical, bit. <laughs> Listen, to be in fairness, though, she is reacting, I she think... She is, is really... 
she's reacting, I think, how anybody would react. If you realize that who you thought was your parents wasn't really your parents, and the people you've been living with and loved were lying to... Basically, your entire life is a lie. And you have to... And you're some awful PTSD victim. Like... That's rough. Bro, no. That shit was published and printed over 100,000 times and sold in all 50 states. Hey. And welcome to Talking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Good old Weird Al. I want you to know right now, Weird Al Yankovic probably got like, I don't know, couple thousand for this for this fucking scene i don't understand why is weird al there you you need a famous person and nobody was available chris hardwick is a famous person i'd say he's probably like b-list i mean like weird al made a, a mockery of dr loomis like Come yeah. on, that's the equivalent of of Buster Rhymes telling off Michael and Michael turning around and walking away. That's the exact equivalent of what happened here. This is just the Loomis version of that. <laughs> she said, he said, he said, yeah, I feel bad for you, but... He said, I've never been more humiliated in all my life. Good night. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucking hilarious. That's a cool shot. I like that. The Don't kid's you... trick-or-treating and passing by him as he's walking by. That's cool. I, like I don't that. like the fact that he's just carrying the mask like on his side like a fucking holster. I know, right? He takes it out and spins it around and then puts it on. Yeah. That's a cool shot. That's a creepy shot. R.I.P. Andre the Giant. Bro, that kids, is a creepy shot. Look at his kids, eyes. His eyes look like he's your glowing. Kids. Protect your kids. His that eyes right legit, there is real. His eyes look like they were glowing in that shot. That's very Halloween 3 vibes. Like, that's cool looking. I really dig that shot. But that's... You know, that's the thing. I, I don't know if Bretman is still here, but... That's the thing about this film is that in in, in, a, in a vacuum in in a if you just look at individual pieces of this movie there are some things that are so unbelievably good but there are things that are just so unbelievably bad and strange about it too like it's not that it's well done or that it's not well done like like I said the cinematography the the aesthetic the the vibe every, like the all of that stuff is great it's just at least four eyes over here at least feels some sort of sympathy i liked out of the two of them i liked her the best like out of the out of the new friends that somehow matter when we don't really get any uh when we don't get any explanation yeah And why is it that Lori is like, now I just want to go party and get drunk. That's all I want to do. I just want to go get drunk now. Drama. 
<laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis would say, it's all that trauma. It's all that trauma she's endured. That Pennsylvania terror train, or whatever he says. I don't remember exactly what. Golly. This paratrain, this Pennsylvania terror train. Do -do 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 -do. Bro, is this Haddonfield? Like, fuck, Haddonfield lit as fuck. The gumballs. Is, he, is she talking about the lights? Yeah. That's funny. What is her Halloween costume? The uh, chick on just the right. To be, just to be naked, I guess. What, like, what is that? What are you? Explain. Bro, they're literally just dancers. Like, there's dancers and there's people that are dressed up like him. Like, that's dressed like horror rock. So she's Picture basically show. a stripper? Bro, it's Rob Zombie. <laughs> That's the answer to everything. It's Rob Zombie. Yeah. Dude. That doesn't make sense. Well, it's okay. It's Rob Zombie. <laughs> this thing had a fifteen thousand dollar budget. How much? Let's see, fifteen thousand. That ain't much. Yeah, it's not. Let's see. Halloween 2 on Rotten Tomatoes has a 23%. Good God. Oh, no. Oh, no. What is this van? It's got to be close to the 70s because it's very... Everybody is very hippie-ish. It's like a weird... This? Yeah? This is not 70s. You don't think? No. It is very ambiguous about what time period it is, though. I mean, do you think 80s? No. Do you think 90s? Like, what do you think? No. This is like... This is within the same. This is whenever the movie was made. Like two thousand, like late two thousands. Yeah. This was two thousand nine. This came out in August of two thousand nine. Yeah, this is made two thousand nine. Like this, this Bro, is the time period. He, he literally was on top of her kissing her, and then said, "I gotta pee. I'll be right back." <laughs> like what? Bro, is that what's what's his name from Nightmare on Elm Street two? Jesse. Yeah, ah! that's Jesse. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Homeboy has a mattress in his van. Hey, it's the cheapest rent you could ever think of. All it is is gas. That's fair. It's a very fair point. Bro. Dude quit. came out of literal nowhere. Yeah. Like actual nowhere. He yeah. just like literally just appeared. Moral of the story, prioritize your women, gentlemen. <laughs> Otherwise, you won't die.
Let's talk about this, though, because this is the closest Michael and Lori have been. Michael is at this party. He's yeah. there right now. Yeah. Like, unbeknownst to him that Lori is literally dancing probably less than a mile away. While this is on IMDb, while writing Sam Loomis for the sequel, Rob Zombie based his egotistical and self-absorbed personality on Dr. Phil Sean and his Hanley. talk show. Based him on Dr. Phil. That's a damn very strange idea. Of all the talk show people, you choose Dr. Phil? I know. You know, you could say, though, that it is kind of interesting. Like, I have to admit, it is interesting to see to see Loomis realize that this whole book campaign and trying to get famous and trying to be, you know, Mr. Cool, Mr. Suave, like the James Bond of authors, like, is not working. Like, that's kind of yeah. cool. It's kind of cool to see that dream imploding upon itself. Because it goes to, like, like he's starting to second guess, like, is this wrong? Like, should I have never done this? You know? Which, it is wrong. He shouldn't have done it, you know? Bro, I think she got I mean, roofied. It's one thing to write a book about his, uh... It's one thing to write a book about your experience with something, because he's technically a survivor. But it's a whole other thing to... Here we go. But it's a whole other thing to... <laughs> dead in his uh, tracks. Stopped him dead in his tracks. It really did. But, like, it's snowing, and it's... Like, why? Like, I don't understand. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> What's the movie timeline? Um, if you're asking where we're at, for me, I am... Um, a, almost a, an hour and 12 minutes in. This is at the point where Lori just had the, um, Lori had the, uh, like the vision at the party and they're, they're walking her away from the dance right now. She just had a fucking, like, spaz attack and all of a sudden she's laughing. That's what, it didn't make any sense. Drop zombie. Make it make sense, dude. I mean, she's she's very obviously drunk, you know? Yeah. You know what's strange, though, is Michael leaves the party where Goes he's with, Annie. like, A, he, he doesn't know that he's with Lori, but he leaves the party, goes oh, to yeah? Rackett's house. Oh, yeah? House. What about that psychic connection, dog? Huh? 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 Okay, if there's Wahoo. a psychic connection, he should have known where Lori was. Why would exactly. he go all the like all the way? Who knows where Brackett's house is? It looks like it's kind of out of town, you know. Yeah, like this. It doesn't. That's something that doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, I understand if you would have had to to naturally, like, if you would have had to naturally find a way to get Michael and Lori together, like that's one thing. But it's weird that it's like, okay, Michael showed up at the same party Lori's at, and then suddenly, okay, he's gone. Never mind. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. This is a bad one right here. Wait for it. Oof. Kind of cool, though. It was cool. Very reminiscent of how Michael kills Ray in 2018. 
Yeah. Where he steps out, like, when Ray opens the cop car door and the two cops are dead in there and he just, like, walks out from the woods and, like, puts the, the like, bells around him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Lori cocks the shotgun and goes downstairs. That was a great scene. I will say her death was... It was rough. Sad. Her death and seeing Brad Dorif's reaction to her death was the most emotional part of the entire movie. It was. It was. It, this was the emotional anchor at this point. Like at this point, I cared about none of the characters, including Lori. I by the end of the movie, the only character I actually care about is Bracken. You kind of just accept this. And it's slow motion, too. Damn. I know. It's it's rough, man. It's rough. And we don't see it, which is a, an interesting creative choice. Like, I, I kind of almost appreciate that it's mostly off-screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, but but Rob Zombie is happily to show a stripper die, and a coroner die, like literally his head ripped off. Yeah, but at least he, at least that, at least this tells me that he did have some kind of understanding that Annie's death meant something. Annie's death was a very big anchor point to the film. Like I feel like that goes to show that it it did matter, obviously. No, I feel like I feel like Rob Zombie probably just didn't want to kill kids. Cool. That that's a cool shot. That was a neat shot. I don't think that shot's in the unrated cut. I don't think it is. Did we see the unrated? Was that my first time? I believe so. I believe yeah. our first I'm pretty sure our first commentary I'll have to go back and look, but I think our first commentary was the unrated version. I gotcha. I hate get that cuz. I hate that's just as bad as go get him cuz. Or do your thing cuz or whatever. Dude, that bathroom is wrecked. Oh, I thought it would just left as normal as it is. That bathroom is jacked. This was cool too. Not this, but her when when the the weird friend runs outside. Oh, 
And this is a hey, whole other thing. I just this is a whole other I'm not mad that Annie died, but nobody wins here. No there's no there's nobody to root for except for Bracket. You're not supposed to root for anybody. But why? Then what's the point? It's Rob Zombie. Good God. Yeah, Jada, that was a it was a very hard death to watch. It really was. This one? Yeah. Art said this was Brackett's movie for sure. Rob wanted it that way. I agree. I think it is. I, I I do. I think the only emotional anchors in this entire film were Annie and Brackett. That was it. I, I don't. I didn't feel. And it, and it's nothing against Scout Taylor Compton. I really really like Scout Taylor Compton, a lot. But. Bro, that would have been the first thing out of my mouth. Not that anticipation bullshit. I know, right? I like that they have a podcast together. I think that's cool. And that they're like such good friends. Yeah. It really, it was a hard death. It was. It, it, it was tough. And Danielle Harris knocked it out of the park. She did a great job. Some shit, dog. Because, you know, even as a Halloween fan, you're also sitting there thinking, like, obviously it's a different timeline and she's playing a completely different character, but, like, you're looking at it, and even when you see the picture of her young, like, you're looking at it and you're like, not, like, that's Annie's death, but, like, that's Jamie. That's, that's Jamie, that's little Jamie from four and five. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like, Halloween fans, like, that's a, that's a very tough death to watch. It is. It's a very emotional moment. And seeing Bracket find out is so much worse. Jamie's first kill was in the tub. And her final death was in a tub. He said, I hate this door. I hate what you've done. <laughs> I don't like it. This was very Texas Chainsaw-ish. This yeah, especially. This is very, yeah. very reminiscent of... I, don't, I mean, I don't think it was a nod to it, but very reminiscent of what happened in TCM when, when Leatherface is chasing Sally through the woods. He's such a good actor. He's such a good, underrated actor. This mm -hmm. moment, man. 
Bro, Michael really did have some fun. Fucking hell, man. What a heavy, heavy moment. This is one of the heaviest moments in the entire franchise. This shit hit harder than Karen's death. Oh, Karen's death was nothing compared to this. Nothing. This is it's one of the it's one of the things that I have to say Rob Zombie nailed it. With a really mm-hmm. emotional anchored moment, he nailed it with her death. And Brad Dourif and Daniel Harris nailed it as well. I mean, Daniel Harris made it emotional. She was trying to fight but she couldn't and seeing Brad Dourif's bracket just completely collapse like that was it's a really good moment, man. And it's unfortunate that it's spoiled by seeing Michael and Drunk Lori chase each other in circles around the forest. That's true. Guys, don't forget, she drunk as shit right now. She really is. Now, I think the adrenaline probably kicked in by this point, so it's probably starting to fade, but, you know. Nah, drunk is drunk. It's Rob Zombie. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Oh, crap. I forget. Homeboy literally flips over a car in this one. Yeah. Dude goes straight up like Terminator in this in this film. James Hugh Courtney jumps so he can flip a car. Fair. What, him jumping up on the SUV? Yeah. Everybody is emo. I know, right? That's a that's an eighties, nineties car, right? People drive eighties and nineties cars nowadays. I don't think this is set in the two thousands, dude. I don't. I'd say this is because that's a nineties version. That's a nineties model. I mean, based BW. on the music choices, I don't think it is. There is there was dark screamo emo in two thousands. I'll tell you, I root for this guy. This guy was genuinely just trying to be a nice dude. Yeah, Corey. Yeah, I rooted for him. <laughs> we don't know who he was, but he was just—he was just trying to be a good dude. He didn't want to hurt anybody. He wasn't some nasty dude like that was all into punk rock and like, you know, he was a good dude. Ugh. See, I don't consider that a feat because a golf is fairly light. It's not the it's not the heaviest car out there. I wonder how they did that. Like, I, did Tyler Maine really? There's no way, no way. I mean, Tyler Maine's a big dude, but that's. Oh no, it it could be done. Ah, uh, I don't know. That's. That's on the I verge, mean, even even for this iteration of Michael, that's on the verge of Supernatural. You know one thing that I totally, like, forgot? Like, we're only, like, 20 minutes left in this movie. How did Loomis find out And like... Uh, he sees it on the news that the cops uh, have Michael surrounded and that they've found him. I gotcha. And, you know, you could have had the ending of this. Even if you would have done this whole Halloween Kill-style rampage, like, from the hospital, you could have done the same kind of, 
you could have ended in the shack with him surrounded. Like, you could have done a lot of the same... You could have had a lot of the same elements. But... <laughs> I understand. I understand Brackett's response. He, he said, I think maybe you should drive. No. <laughs> Brackett literally was just like, okay. <laughs> Golly, man. You Dude literally just found done. his daughter literally butchered upstairs. Like, yeah. that's rough. Like, I mean, you're like, you, like, life over. just don't like it, man. Art, Art said, I had a nightmare uh, way before uh, way before 2018 where I'm stuff in, stuck in traffic and the shape jumps into the hood of my car, smashes my windshield, and drags me out. Dude, that's a terry, uh, terrible nightmare. That's kind of scary. See, this was cool. The visual of the helicopter and seeing the cops surrounding the shack, like, that was neat. I enjoyed that, actually. But the circumstances with Sherry Moon and baby Michael, and it just, it was strange. Didn't make any sense to me. That's a cool shot. I like that shot. Yeah, this is how Loomis finds out. Gotcha. Sipping that red wine. <laughs> Jay dead, whatever, man. <laughs> He's sipping a $200 bottle of wine. Probably. He's got to use that uh, book fund somehow. Bro, what a holdup. Only three cops behind a car? Jeez. Oh, there you go. That, that got better. I will say, it wasn't a full redemption, but... It was not a full redemption, but at least Loomis... I, it, it felt like in the last... I mean, it was too little too late, but at least it felt like, okay, Loomis is going to try to be the hero again. He's going to try to do... He's going to try to do right. Like, I, I do like it when he looks at Bracket and he says, I owe you this. Like, I owe you this. You know, I think that's cool. I like that line. Whack! He says, get up! It's like he snapped out of it, and it's like, this is the Loomis I wanted. This is the Loomis I've wanted for the last hour and 25 minutes. And, like, it's just, it's too late.
And it was so Loomis what he does here. You know what I mean? Like, it just... <laughs> See, it's Rob Zombie uh, Loomis with the black trench coat. Yeah. I also do like that Loomis walks in like he owns the place and he's like, you need to stop. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Michael is low-key like, God damn it, it's dad. I know, right? He's yeah. like, oh, I re Michael's like, I knew you would show up. <laughs> I knew you'd be here at some point. I don't need you anymore, dad. That is... That right there, pretty cool. What, the cutting back and forth? Yeah, like, Lori thinks uh. she's being held down, but it's actually her just having a seizure at this point. I don't know why he didn't do what he said he was going to do and just, like, just try to draw Michael out. That's a knife. Loomis is low-key like, damn, deja vu. He could have just tried to draw Michael out of the shack, and then they could have blasted him. Listen, Loomis draws Michael out of the shack, ducks, they open fire and shoot him more than enough, and then that's it. Roll credits. Like, And then Loomis becomes her psychiatrist and helps her. Like, That could have been it. That could have been the happy ending, but no. Nobody wins in the end. He grunted twice just now. I want you to know that. He went, <laughs> and then fell backwards. Okay, you get shot by a rifle and see if you don't <laughs> grunt. Jesus. Yeah. That's a that's a heavy-duty rifle, too. Rosalia said, what will we watch after this month? Oh, we'll have plenty to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a bunch of stuff to watch. Jaded said, maybe it was to show Loomis was a good guy deep down. Fame and money had corrupted him at first. I, and I can accept that. I, Again, I, I, I can accept what he was trying to do with that character. I get I'll it. I'll be honest. I don't like this part. Nope, me either. Hate it. I love you, Michael. Shut up. Dude just literally killed everybody you loved. Like, and is about to still try to kill you. Like, you literally don't know what you're talking about. What a calm death. And I hate that he his arm goes down like it's a hug. Like, so dumb. Yeah. Dude, she's stabbing him in the face. Yeah. 
Like, wow. Whew. Well, you can't put that mask on now. It just, I, I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get the creative decision behind her putting on the mask. Like, did she really go crazy? Is she really the next Michael? Or is she just trying to, in that moment, is she just trying to understand why? Like, why he did that? You know what I mean? She's trying to face her fears. There's any kind of Halloween music. The first we've gotten in the entire thing. Might That's I true. might I remind you, we literally have not heard the ba da da ba da da ba da ba we have not heard it one time. Not one single time. I also didn't like this ending. You could have I, I think a more effective ending, even if you're gonna do the even if she put on the mask and she threw it down at the end like if she walked out with it and you were like, What the f like what is she doing? And she just walked out and took it off and looked at it and threw it on the ground and started crying and Bracket ran over and hugged her and was like, you know, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay. And sometimes that was the I ending. get the feeling she's watching over me. That could have been such a better ending. Like, at least it would have been a happy ending for Lori. But when you do this, it's just like, what? Like, what? What? Is Bro, she low-key does look like young Michael right here. Whatever. I don't know, man. I it's It's not a... It's not a direction I would have taken it. There's the first time we hear the music at the credits. That's it. Bro. I'm gonna need you to calm down. Just it move. just makes me it makes me so mad. It's just still it's still the crap. No, I'm kidding. Uh it's still the biggest just disappointment in the franchise for me. I, I wondered if that would change if 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 because I did uh I did have a lot of hopes going into Halloween kills. Um and while Halloween kills disappointed me in some regards, this is still the biggest disappointment for me because this could have been this could have been Rob Zombie's masterpiece. I mean, this could have literally been his best film. This could have been one of the coolest, most unique entries in the entire franchise. And it just... It, he went for... He went for something crazy. I, I want to do a video... Again, I have so many Halloween videos that I wanted that I want to do. And part of me wants to save them for next October. And part of me is like, no, I just want to go for it and do it. Um... But I, I just want to – I want to make a video about, like, how this could have been different. Like, what I would have liked to see. Like, uh, you know, again, I would have – I, I really think it would have made sense to see 
Lori, you know, even if she walks out of the, the hut with the mask on and she just takes it off and looks at it and she's just like, I, I don't get it. Like, she's still, she was trying to find some kind of understanding as to why. And, like, when she put the mask on, maybe she thought, like, I don't know. I mean, again, it's it's a thought when you're in shock of what just happened, you know. But nobody nobody wins at the end of this movie. Like, Bracket lost. Michael lost. Loomis lost. Lori lost. Annie lost. Nobody won at the end of this. And I don't Bro. know. Some people might like that, but I it's not for me. Look, man. All I can say is this was a Rob Zombie film. <laughs> That's all I can say. Look. Art okay, said, Miguel, will you say something, please? Bro, you were on your fucking tangent right there, my man. I was, Look. dude. It's such like, a are disappointment. You, like, are you sure? For me. Are you sure that you uh that you like that you dislike Resurrection, like the most? Yeah, yes. it sounds like Rob Zombie Two is like definitely like up there, like if not like no, no. matching. I'm still. I don't no, know. I'm still. I don't know, man. I've I haven't I haven't I haven't seen this much disdain. Well, you you didn't even have this much disdain <sighs> in our first commentary. That made that says some. Like that says that says you were you held back a lot in the first time we did a commentary. I don't know. It just yeah. It, I don't know. I still think I don't know. There's not there's nothing I like about Resurrection. There are things that I at least really like about this. Like I said, when this is good, it is damn good. But mm-hmm. when this is when this is weird and strange, it's I mean it's it's an acid trip of a movie. It really is. Um, and look, and look, just, look, 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 that's exactly, you explained it perfectly. It's an acid trip of a movie, without a doubt. For those of you that love this movie so much, I understand why you do. Because it really is just an acid trip of a movie. You literally pick one of the most influential horror icon ever. And literally just gave it a complete acid trip. And that's the best way I could explain this movie in all regards. Now, my two thoughts on <laughs> on the ending. Now that I've shut up. <laughs> yeah. At the ending, I felt that as if with her ending, like with her succumbing to the evil, that's always something that is being said in this franchise evil doesn't die as changes shape (laughs) pretty much like everyone's losing their shit with how laurie stated it and kills but that's always the theme of it in this franchise is if michael dies who's gonna who's gonna be the next uh massive killer you know what i mean like every single time that happened with jamie that happened with Corey, that happened with laurie and I think it I don't know it didn't probably didn't happen did it happen to Lori's son in resurrection no it didn't but that's that but again look the idea of it transferring to someone or it corrupting someone else is always been like a thing that happens in this franchise that people always try to attempt right. and I can commend Rob Zombie for trying that because well, I do too because yeah. they tried it because they've tried it pretty much and the original uh cinematic timeline they tried it in the re and the blumhouse trilogy and they tried it in the rob zombie trilogy it's almost as if like 
once you get the reins to the Halloween franchise, you almost have to try to do it. You almost have to try to bring this up at this. You almost have to try to attempt this storyline of the transference yeah. of evil. Yeah. And in regards to Rob Zombie trying it, my man really shot for the fences. And it's nothing compared to... Well, it compares to none of the other type of uh, uh, tries that they've done. And all I can say is I agree with Art. This movie is just what it is. It's unique. It's all sorts of genre rolled up in one. It's gore fest. It's emo. It's gothic. It's pretty fucking raw, too. So I wouldn't say this is like... This is low on my on my scale, at least, I would say. But it's not that low. It's kind of in the middle for me, I'll be honest. Yeah. Because at least with, like... Of the franchise? Of the franchise? Eh, kind of. Like, bottom middle, I would say. Because there's a lot of movies. You got to be honest, man. There's a lot of movies. 13? No. Four. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, H2O Resurrection. 1, 2... Yeah, 13. 13. That's a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies to rank. It is. It is. So, overall, this is the second time I've seen this movie, too, by the way. So, um, the first one, I just saw it raw. My jaw was just on the ground at that point, collecting dust the entire movie. <laughs> so, now that I can see this with a fresh, with like a, with a, you know, a new set of eyes, uh, so to speak, I can definitely tell this is a Rob Zombie movie through and through there's no doubt about it no other director can make a movie like this i'm not gonna lie not even dare don't you don't you even dare say quentin tarantino can do this no not a chance in hell so that being said it is a rob zombie film they did toy around with the legacy of these characters but they also gave a lot of heart to some of these legacy characters as you can see with jamie and who plays annie which is by far brad's favorite uh danielle you mean yeah, Danielle. I, I, knew, I knew what you meant, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's obviously Brad's favorite character or actor in this movie because she meant a lot to this franchise. And to see her, like, get slayed, like like uh, Rosalia said, it was really heart-wrenching. And that's definitely one of the part, the part of the movie that a lot of people will say that will, will give the reason as to why they love this movie so much. Yeah. Minus all the other like dirty, grimy, bloody death and uh disgusting stuff. But it's like if you like this movie, I can understand why. Personally yeah. for me, it's not my go to. I'm not gonna see this by myself. I'm not gonna see it with Sierra. So Sierra, you're you're safe. <laughs> you're not seeing this yeah, movie. Yeah, Sierra would not me. Julia does not like these. She is not a fan yeah. of, of Rob Zombie's films. Yeah. She's but, seen them both but i'd say this here i'll say this jaded 100 percent, i agree with you this movie is a trip worth taking i agree with that and it is weird very fucking weird and it's a huge trip but if you're going to experience the halloween franchise as a whole you have to see the rob zombies and for some people for those for people that watch the franchise like for the first time Rob Zombie's Halloween might be one of their favorites. And is 
I think that, which is interesting because I did hear a lot of people say that they hated the Rum Zombie films at Scarefest, but I did hear a lot of people say that they loved it. Like from the back yeah. of my ears, I can hear people talk about it, and they they say that this movie is definitely like one of their top films. Yeah. So that goes to say that I love how this um, this uh, this fandom can pick and choose which quote unquote storyline that they want, whether it's the Man yeah. in Black or the original or the two thousands, uh, you know, pop culture ish. Or the Blumhouse trilogy, or the Rob Zombies, right. or the anthology of uh, of uh, Season of the Witch. So, well, and, and I, I mean, you just heard my entire rant. I have a ton of problems, especially with the second film. I, I think people will be kind of shocked at how high Rob Zombie's first film actually ranks on my in my ranking, because I actually really enjoy the first film a lot. The second film, I just. I don't know. There's so many things that are good, but there's so many things that are bad that are just not. There, it's just not, and it's well done. It's not that it's, it's not that it's bad. Res, see, resur- Here's why resurrection. Uh, and I wanted to go back to this comment. Jade said resurrection is an abomination. Our, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two is just a smelly taint attached to a nice bo- booty. It's not all bad, but the bad parts really hit you in the face, and that's true. The fact that it had so. <laughs> I think you just broke Mikel. <laughs> God, golly. Okay. Uh, the the fact that it had so much potential and the fact that it's so damn good when it's so good is just, it it, it sticks out. It, it, it makes the crazy weird decisions stick out like a sore thumb, you know? And listen, at the end of the day, I'm glad that they exist. Like, I am very glad that, uh, that Rob Zombie's H2 exists. I'm glad that his films react. Uh, react like this i'm reading a comment um i'm glad that uh i'm glad that they exist i'm glad that we can watch them i'm glad we can do what we're doing right now and like take a deep dive into it and like really break it down piece by piece and chew it up and and digest it and think about it a little bit more but it's just i don't know it could have been it could have been in my top five i think and it just i mean it's 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 at the very bottom it's not at the very bottom but um, Jade said the fact that Brad read that is why I love this channel. Um, yeah, man, if you guys got great comments, we will definitely be reading them. Yes. Uh, Rosalia said it will be a cult classic. I think it already is a cult classic in a lot of respects. A hundred percent it is. I do. 100... I-, I think it is. Look, a hundred percent. Look, someone bought that overhauled Michael Myers mask, that Rob Zombie 2, yeah. for over $200. There's obviously a cult classic Dude, somewhere out there. that one was cheap compared to some of the other Rob Zombie ones I've seen. That was cheap. I believe it. I um, believe it. But I think the same exact thing is going to happen to Halloween Ends. I do. I think in in a decade, people are going to look back at Halloween mm. Ends and be like, that was awesome. That was really cool. I really yeah. do. I honestly think that. Uh, Art said, when are you guys going to do a franchise ranking for Halloween? Well, Art, I'm glad you said that. Next <laughs> week, uh, I'm not – I'm not. I, I'll get back to you. I'm not sure whether we're doing this on Tuesday night or on a Saturday night. Um, next week is a little bit more open for, for me at least. Um, but we are going to rank the entire franchise next week. And again, I, that, this is a show that I've been looking forward to since the time we started this channel. 
And now that Miguel has seen every single one in the franchise, like, we've revisited a lot of them, um, you know, especially, like, uh, we made our way through, um, we made our way through, uh, you know, the first one and through H2O, uh, or through H2 and H4, the, the Thorn trilogy and the H2O resurrection timeline, and we've revisited the Rob Zombie films, we've, you know, revisited the the Blumhouse trilogy, like, now that we've kind of worked our way through it, we're gonna rank them. Um, and we're gonna do, we're gonna kind of follow the same formula, like, I know we took a hard break after we did the show with Mike and Jay on Dream Warriors, we're gonna do the same kind of thing with Elm Street, we're gonna finish out the Elm Street franchise, and then rank those, um, and we'll do the same thing for Friday, and we'll, you know, we're, we're gonna do that, we're, we're just kind of working our way through, the, the reason that I like this purely and simply evil show is, I didn't want to do just reviews, because, Everybody does reviews. I wanted. I was trying to think how we can make this different, especially with the fact that I'm trying to introduce uh, introduce Miguel to so many of these franchises. Um, so I just I kind of felt like it would be interesting to take deep dives into these things. So that's why we're doing it this way. Um, so it's taken us a little bit longer, obviously, but I, I think it's I think it's worth it. I've really enjoyed taking a, a look back at the Halloween franchise, and and I mean, who knows? Maybe next year. We'll do watch-alongs, you know, we'll do the Thorn Trilogy. We'll we'll take a deep dive into the Thorn Trilogy and do watch-alongs for those. I mean, we have a commentary already for each of those. You know, we have a, a Purely and Simply Evil episode, but, like, a live watch-along where we can talk to you guys. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm down for that. I think that would be fun, you know. Uh, and, I mean, this show isn't going anywhere. I mean, even though we're kind of starting to wrap up Oktoberfest here... Um, and the, the Halloween season this week, I mean, I, we're still going to keep, we're going to keep the show going and we're going to do zombies. I mean, we're, we're going to, we have, I, I, I've said this before. We literally have probably seven to eight or more seasons of this show planned, like literally planned out right now. And it's going to be great. We're not, we're not going anywhere. I had a friend comment on one of our, one of my posts of us, you know, in front of the Halloween ends poster. And I think she said something along the lines of like, um, I guess it all ends now at this point or something like that. And no, I was like, and I was like, <laughs> no, no. franchise ain't going away. We no. ain't going anywhere. So, and listen, and that's the good thing about this franchise. If you love, if, if you love Rob Zombie's films, great. If you hate Rob Zombie's films, you have talk to Brad, <laughs> you have other, <laughs> I don't hate them though. I think I've made that obvious. I don't hate them. Um, no. I really don't. I don't, I don't hate H2. I just, I'm, I don't hate H2. I'm just the, I'm the parent that's like very, very like, uh, I don't know. I'm very, um, I'm very hard on them. Like it, it's, it's the child that I love, but I'm extremely hard on it just because I can be, um, and it's because the I, passion. I want it to be so much better. Um, it's the passion for sure. H2 gives me trauma. Uh, no, but, um, yeah, man. It. I, I, if you hate Rob Zombie's films, go watch the Thorn trilogy. If you hate the Thorn trilogy, go watch the Blumhouse trilogy. If you hate the Blumhouse trilogy, go watch the first one. If you hate the first, well, nobody hates the first one. But if you want, if you want a sequel, watch. You know, watch. Uh, watch the first two. I mean, you have. If you don't want to watch Michael Myers, watch H three. Like, there's so many different options. You know, with this, it really is. It's like the Batman or the James Bond of of this franchise you know it is um mm -hmm. or the spider-man or whatever else that's got different iterations so um jaded said seven or eight seasons or until the mini strokes catch up with brad godspeed brad's brain 
I don't think uh, I don't think I'm not that bad, right? 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 Take care of yourself, buddy. <laughs> uh, Jada said, "Y'all got to do a Stephen King." Oh, that again. That's one of our seasons. That's something we have planned it to is. do an entire Stephen King uh, season. Uh, Art said, uh, "Should we do a Lord of the Rings franchise ranking for Miguel too?" Ugh. Can I be honest with you? Art, you're gonna be so mad at Brad tonight. You're gonna I'm hate sorry. me. Art, you really this, are. Art, this may be the night that you unsub from the channel. I please don't. can't please don't. stand fantasy films. Art, please don't leave. We love you. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do Lord of the Rings. I can't do Game of Thrones. I've tried. Trust me, I've tried. My wife has tried. Miguel has tried. Our buddy Chris has tried. Like so many people have desperately tried to get me into fantasy movies, and I just can't do it. I can't. I don't know what it is. That genre just does not appeal to me. I went and saw The Hobbit when it first came out with a couple of like like with Miguel and a couple of our buddies and some they were like that was the best thing and I was like that sucked. Like I was like I didn't understand a single a, a single a single thing, a single thing that happened Jay in the entire film. I know Jay did. There you go. I don't know if I'm going to make it seven or eight seasons. <laughs> um I don't know, man. Uh, Art said, uh, "When I want to, when to, when I, when I." <laughs> I can't pick you. I can't catch you when you fall. I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> uh, Art I said, "When I you. went to go see Halloween Ends, I noticed all the movie posters in the theater lobby increased in size like ten times. Is that the new thing?" Yeah, there's a lot of really, really big posters out there now. Um, mm -hmm. Rosalia said they're entertaining for sure. And listen, if you love fantasy film flicks that's great i i love that you love them but miguel stop looking at me like that okay it's i'm tired <laughs> i'm like the 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 three in jaws i'm tired and i want to go to bed i had a little drink about an hour ago um which i did hey j dead it's the ring drunk. affecting him right now the ring is uh is slurring his speech the ring of fire art said no it's okay i didn't start getting into fantasy films until the late 2010s that's true uh, Jada said, boy, Lord of the Rings is a masterpiece. Also, stroke three and counting. It's fine. Um, guys, two minutes, or two minutes and 16 seconds. God damn. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate all of you, but it's fine. I'm kidding. I love every single one of you, except Miguel. You suck. You know it. Please still hold me in bed at night. Uh, guys, thanks so much for joining us. This has been an absolute blast of an episode. I knew it would be. Um, if you're watching after the fact, please comment down below. Let us know your thoughts on Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. It's definitely one of the most unique, one of the most talked about, uh, and, and one of the the most... I, I, don't even know the, I don't even know the word for it. Um, Controversial. Yeah, but it, it even goes past being controversial. It's just, it's one of the most interesting, uh, I'll put it that way, it's one of the most interesting entries in a franchise that's already pretty interesting. Um, so I, just let us know, you know, let us know your thoughts. Absolute blast. 
Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Um, definitive shows coming up. We're, we're kind of getting to the tail end of Oktoberfest here, which is hard to believe because we planned it for so long. Um, and this is, you know, the final week leading up until Halloween. Uh, we are going to rank the entire Halloween franchise. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Talk the Movies. Um, and stay tuned to the community tab on the channel because I'm definitely going to be posting about that really soon as soon as we kind of get a schedule. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll be back to rank the entire franchise. Again, that'll be one of maybe our longest and one of our, our funnest shows that we've had since we started the channel. Um, we're very quickly approaching the 100th episode of the main show of Let's Talk Movies. Um, and we have something really, really fun planned for that as well. That's going to be a hell of an episode. Miguel knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be a wild episode. Um, but uh, it, it's going to be fun, man. And... Um, we're really looking forward to it. So thank you so much to every single one of you that has been in here. Uh, to our new people, to Colton, thanks so much for joining, man. It was a blast to talk to you um, at the at the Wham meetup and at Scarefest and to talk about the franchise. We, we literally, we sat there talking with people at the bar for what, almost three hours probably, just talking about Halloween. It was, it was awesome. I'd say like, literally yeah, say like one of the... Hours coolest nights I've, I've had in the last year um but listen we we absolutely love hopping on here and hanging out with you guys you guys are literally the best i mean it's one of the favorite parts of my entire week is being able to hop on here and talk to you guys so and miguel i guess you're okay too yeah i'm okay <laughs> so guys please uh be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at we talk the movies we do new shows every single week uh at 8 p.m and 10 a.m eastern we are on twitter and instagram and tiktok at we talk the movie that said that already and uh we'll talk to you guys soon we love you peace peace we want the sizzle not the steak steak <laughs> i want the steak i know like what like what is he talking about dude what did that line even mean legit what did that mean don't get into that tangent. Love you guys. I, I gotta go. Love you before we before I got hop on a whole other tangent. See you. Peace. Bye. Love you.